All right, how are you guys doing today? I appreciate you uh, tuning in to today's episode. Uh, we are going to be uh, jumping in a little bit to Harry Potter again. I know we've talked about it uh, on the episodes or on the show a little bit here or quite a bit, but uh, Aurora is a big fan and uh, Aurora's cousin um, actually is uh, getting to be a, a fan of Harry Potter as well. Um, she is uh, just turning that age where she can really start to grasp it and everything. So um, Aurora has been uh, watching the Harry Potter films with her grandparents uh, lately. And because of that, uh, Aurora, as she typically does watching movies, uh, comes up with her own crazy theories out of nowhere. And uh, so we are going to be sharing with you uh, one of the ones that she came up with today. Um, all of you that are Harry Potter fans, uh, you all know who Argus Filch is, uh, and you know of his cat, Mrs. Norris. Um, the fan theory is, uh, <laughs> well, actually, uh, so J.K. Rowling has said it in multiple interviews and, and in the books and things like that, that uh, Argus Filch is a squib, Okay. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, a squib is someone who uh, is born of a magical family. However, they do not possess magical abilities on their own. Okay. Um, if, if you haven't read the books, it makes sense that you wouldn't necessarily know this because it wasn't really talked about in the films. Uh, it was not really presented to anyone uh, or explained as to why he works in this magical school and he has no abilities on his own. So, naturally, Aurora, who's like me, she does not like to read books. Anything that's longer than the Bernstein Bears, she does not read it. Very similar to me. Um, because of that, you know, she came up with this theory. And uh, we will dive into it here. Um, but, again, with the preface of it has been said in the books, and J.K. Rowling has said that he is a squib, and that is what he is. But Aurora has come up with this fan theory that we can all kind of think about, have some fun with, that he is not a squib, and she has some great explanations for it. Okay? Now, Argus Filch, in today's fan theory, Aurora and I are going to be talking about how... Essentially, she believes all cats are evil, okay? She hates cats. Her grandparents have a cat in their house. She loves to terrorize it. She loves to chase it around because it's always up to no good. I mean, the, the thing is urinating in our, her grandparents' room all the time, making it smell awful, making her grandparents sick, but for whatever reason, they will not get rid of this cat. And for this reason... That's the only cat, really, that Aurora has been around, and so all cats are evil. Right, Aurora? Right. She, she nodded her head, yes. So, this is also a part of the fan theory today um, uh, as to explaining how Filch is not, Argus Filch, is not a squib. So, without further ado, let's jump into it here, um, and yeah, we'll talk about what Aurora has come up with. So... Aurora's theory is that Argus Filch was actually born, he was born of a magical family, as it is has been told. Um, she believes that he 
has the ability to to do magic, but it was suppressed for some some reason, some way, shape, or form. And again, Aurora and I have not read the books, so if there's something to Filch's backstory that we mess up on in this fan theory, let us know, and it completely blows up the theory, but I think this is going to be a fun one to think about. Anyway, sorry, getting back on track. Mrs. Norris, for Aurora's fan theory, is that Mrs. Norris actually, at one point in time, was Argus Filch's sister growing up, okay? An older sister. And what she believes is that Mr. Filch grew up always kind of in the shadow of his older sister. She did not want him to do magic. She did not want him to learn magic. She did not want him to use magic. Because she was, you know, she, she didn't want to be jealous. She thought he would overshadow her. Whatever the reason, something happened to where she pushed on to him to suppress his magical abilities. Okay. Now, when this happened, um, it actually turns out that his sister, over the process of time, was an animagus. Okay, so she had went through the process to become an animagus, um, animagus, however you guys want to pronounce it. And her animagus, similar to Professor McGonagall, was a cat. Okay, similar to McGonagall as a cat. And in this theory, Filch would have suppressed his magical abilities because, again, of the sister for some reason. And would have developed an obscurus. Okay. The sister obviously would have been fairly young. She wouldn't have known what an Obscurus was. The family was a magical family. They probably would have kept them away from things like that because uh, most people don't want to put their kids around those dark entities or tell them about it because it could lead to a dark path. So he developed an Obscurus. And for those of you who don't know, we'll, we'll dive into this for a bit. For those of you who are not huge Harry Potter fans who have not seen Fantastic Beasts, we'll explain this. An Obscurus... Okay, pronounced obscurus, is a very deadly and uncontrollable entity Okay, that develops from a magical being who possesses magic. They have the ability to become a witch or wizard. If they suppress their magic, they do not allow the use of it. They don't let this gift out and, and use magic. Then they develop this obscurus. It is, it is essentially a dark entity. Okay? It's a dark entity inside someone that develops. Uh, basically, the magic that is, is up in, inside you swells up. It becomes dark, and it lashes out. Okay, So it lashes out and kills and destroys things around it whenever it does have its outbursts. Okay? So the Obscurus would be discovered by his sister, right, Mrs. Norris. And maybe that maybe that was like... In some way, a name of hers, you know, maybe, maybe her name was, was Norris, and it was a, you know, a female name in the Wizarding World, uh, something like that. So it could have been Norris Filch, and in an attempt to save her brother, because she knew, over time, she researched it. She was old enough to research and all these things. Now he was still young when the Obscurus started showing. He was still young, because um, most of the time an Obscurus uh, appears 
very young in life, and we, we hear about that from Fantastic Beasts. So this Obscurus is coming. It's when he's fairly young. His sister is still fairly young as well, and she understands because she she does the research. She's probably about you know three, maybe four years older than him, if I had to guess, based on how old Aurora? Okay, Aurora said three years, so she's three years older than Filch. So um, she's able to read and, and, and do the research and understand what is going on. She understands that she is ultimately the reason that her brother has developed this dark entity inside her. She also reads that it will be the death of him. Because in Obscurus, as we've heard in the Fantastic Beast movies, it, they, you don't live very long after having Obscurus. You, you don't live very long. It, it, it ends up killing you, and it, you know, it can't survive without a host, so it will die off as well. So the sister is so scared and worried for her brother's life now. She doesn't know what's going to happen. She tries to use her magic to keep it from being shown to her parents. Okay, Because, one, she feels guilty about it. But second, she doesn't want him to come to harm, okay? Because once the Obscurus is developed, as we obviously see from Fantastic Beasts, there's not really much you can do because, you know, no one really wanted to try and help uh, Credence come back, you know? I mean, it, it's almost like it's a death sentence just to have it. Uh, it's almost like the black spot in Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, you know, spit on your hand, spin around three times, you know, some superstition because it's not going to help. Um, so anyway... He is, he is essentially going to be dying. The sister understands that this is, in some way, many, much of a way, her fault. Okay? So now, the sister researches again, okay? And she's looking up various pieces of magic. All right? Now, this magic that she develops, that she uses, it is done in a way similar if you think about Lily's death, which is Harry Potter's mom, you think about her death and you think about the innocence of the magic that was used and how it protected Harry Potter from Voldemort, right? It's ancient magic. It's it's a very, um, very powerful magic. Um, very hard to manifest, I, I would imagine. Uh, and that's why, obviously, you know, that type of magic was unknown to Tom Brill. Things like that. You know, it's not all that common that this happens. So I believe that she would, in a way, do what Lily did. She would sacrifice herself while she was in human form. And so what I imagine happened is that, again, in this theory, fan theory, I imagine that his sister, Norris, Norris Filch, ends up when the Obscurus comes out, she casts a spell to bring the Obscurus out of her brother. Okay? And this is possible for the Obscurus to separate from the person. It, it is possible because Newt Scamander did it, but obviously the girl had died that he, he took the Obscurus from. So a little bit different situation, but it can be done, I believe. So she casts a spell, uses some kind of potion or whatever it is to separate the Obscurus from Argus. Once it is separated, it doesn't have long to live. And so it wants to continue. It wants to get back into Argus. And it's going to cause a lot of damage. It's going to kill someone. Like Something's going to happen here. So the sister ends up basically doing a similar spell in reverse 
to put the Obscurus inside her. Okay? So she puts the Obscurus inside her, essentially sacrificing herself. She has sacrificed herself because the Obscurus will kill her from the inside. And because of this, the magic that was forged from that, the, the, the love and sacrifice for her brother, Argus, now allowed her to be protected. But when she used the magic to bring the Obscurus into her, she was in human form. She was in human form. And so that sacrifice killed her human form. However, she had another form, right? And we thought we talked about earlier how she was an animagus of a cat. So the power, the power of her sacrifice and her love for her brother saves her in a way because it couldn't save her human form, but it preserved her soul in the form of a cat. So the Obscurus now lives within Mrs. Norris, the cat. Okay? I think it's also why... Argus refers to her as Mrs. Norris. I think he gained a level of respect for his sister after that happened. And so he calls her Mrs. As in a sign of respect, you know, an older older woman, right? So Mrs. Norris. And so that sacrifice allowed her to absorb the Obscurus, keep it in while she's in cat form, and she, is no, longer, she no longer has the ability to take form of a human. Okay, so she is trapped in this animagus form, where it can't it can't do any magic. You know, when when you are when you are an animagus and you are in your animal form, you cannot do magic. So, you know, she's she's left with just being a cat now. So it's for this reason that I believe Argus Filch cares so deeply for Mrs. Norris. It was a sister that self-sacrificed herself. It also um, he, he feels that she saved him, and he owes her his life, so he you know wants to take care of her and, and do right by her. I think that this would explain why Argus didn't really appear to be taken care of that well. He came from a magical family, and you know maybe they felt that he killed the sister. You know they walked in one day and she was gone, and they think that he's the one who made her disappear. Um, and so. You know, they, they think that he had done something. You know, he had he had killed her or he had done something to mess things up. And maybe they kind of abandoned him. Maybe uh, that's why he, you know, isn't really taken care of all that well. You know, maybe the father even abused him or the mother. You know, maybe the, his parents abused him because of what happened. And that's, pro- that's probably why he has, like, the little limp and thing and he runs weird and stuff like that. I think all that could be explained really well through that. Um which sad story for him still, but it, it also gives him some more depth to his character as to why he is so hateful uh, for these kids and things like that. Why he seems like so hurt all the time because that's what he really seems like. Yeah, he seems like prickly and everything, but it it's, it comes off that he's hurting inside. And I think that um, this would explain some of that. I think it's also would explain uh, the reason that Mrs. Norris is so intelligent of a cat in the books and the movies. You know, she's actually fairly intelligent um she appears very intelligent in the books there's different things that are expressed about how she appears to be so intelligent and she's actually a person so that that would make sense as to why she would appear so intelligent uh it would 
uh, th this could be a uh, separate reason for why Mrs. Norris didn't die when looking at the basilisk. And this is a part of the fan theory that Aurora has developed as well. So what she did when the Obscurus actually dies uh, while she's preserved. So here's the thing. Albus Dumbledore has anyone that is kind of useless for teaching that he hires at the school. There is a reason, okay? We've talked about it on a previous podcast about Dumbledore and how he's the worst. So, you know, you have you have um, Chulani, who is basically worthless, but she can predict the future, and she doesn't. And Albus Dumbledore doesn't want that to fall into the hands of Voldemort, so he's protecting her from Voldemort, right? Then you've got Lockhart, who is horrible of a wizard and can't do anything good so why is he the defense against dark hearts it is told that albus dumbledore wanted to showcase that he was a fraud okay so again for his own reasons for dumbledore's own reasons i think this is the exact same reason that argus filch was there uh, this is the exact same reason that he hired argus filch at the school and kept him working there because he didn't want argus to fall into the hands of voldemort because the Obscurus is still alive in Mrs. Norris. And as we saw from Fantastic Beasts, Grindelwald wants to get the Obscurus and use it as a big, uh, as a power of his. He wants to use it as an ally. And so Dumbledore doesn't want that to fall into the hands of Voldemort. I think that's why he hires Argus Filch. Now, moving back to what we were talking about, how this is exactly why Mrs. Norris didn't die. I think this is a very interesting concept. So I believe that, well, Aurora, sorry, Aurora, Aurora believes, she's upset I'm taking credit for her idea, and again, Aurora is the two-year-old dachshund on the cover art of this uh, podcast, and she's very sensitive to people taking her ideas, so I cannot do that, but, okay, getting back to this, so the Obscurus, when the Basilisk looked at Mrs. Norris, I don't think Mrs. Norris was looking down at the water, cats are very aware um, they're always, you know, very dead point when they're looking at things. I think it would have looked at the Basilisk. And I believe that the Obscurus died. Because, again, I think the power of the magic of the love for her brother preserved her cat form. So, I think the Basilisk stare would have killed the Obscurus. Which is a really great thing. You know, the darkness has di died inside of her. Um, and so that's great, you know, that she can you know, not have to deal with that. Um... Yeah, so that that's that's a great opportunity there. You know, it it also I believe this also explains an extended scene at the end of the one of the movies. Uh, it, it's where Dumbledore grants uh, Argus Filch the chance to start learning magic. Like you know, he he grants him some kind of learner's course or whatever for people to learn magic. And and I think Dumbledore did that because I believe that. The death of the Obscurus, now, you know, now because the Obscurus is gone, now Argus can maybe feel comfortable practicing magic again. Maybe he can feel comfortable and feel safe because it is gone. The Obscurus is gone. And, and Argus probably was very scared to try and practice magic or trying to do any of this. He probably wanted to shun all of it away. But now that it is gone, he... 
you know, may very well be willing to learn magic again. So this is probably a really good opportunity for that to make sense within this fan theory. Um, so I think Albus knew that the Obscurus died from the Basilisk, and he allowed him to do this. Uh, the other inter- interesting fact is that everyone who's not um, of magical use in Hogwarts, again, like I said, they're there for Dumbledore's usage. And so this, again, would have been a way to protect Argus Filch from being used by Dumbledore in some way, shape, or form because he would have found out through Filch that Mrs. Norris had an Obscurus. And I think that is the the reason that he didn't want um, you know, Voldemort to possibly get his hands on him. Okay, uh, this could have also been the reason that she has like red eyes, you know, she's got like red piercing eyes and things like that, you know, it's kind of dark and stuff. So I think that makes sense, uh, you know, within this fan theory as to why that happens. Um, yeah, and I, and I think that uh, this makes a lot of sense within the mythos. If you believe in this fan theory, if some of these things could be created for Argus's background, uh, you know, it gives a really interesting depth of his story and Mrs. Norris. And I I really appreciate that. I think it would have been a really cool concept to bring something deep into Mrs. Norris's character, as in possibly being a person like Nagini and things like that. So I think it's awesome. I think it's a great fan theory that Aurora came up with. And uh, yeah, I mean, let me know what you guys think. What, What do you think of the fan theory? Do you think this would be a really cool plot line? Do you think that this would add depth to characters and and give you a sense of like, liking certain characters that you didn't appreciating characters that you didn't because uh, i know that's what it made me feel like when aurora was explaining this to me you know it made me appreciate argus filch appreciate mrs norris more because there was more depth there and i think it would have been really cool to have this added to the mythos but yeah let me know what you guys think um let me know the the plot holes and things that you guys have there we never mind that and uh if there's any other um theories or things let us know feel free to reach out like our page our facebook page is below our email is here for you guys to reach out let us know what you think and if we can tweak some things make the episodes uh you know more enjoyable for you or your friends you know feel free to reach out let us know we always want to make sure that we're pleasing everyone who listens and if you have some friends that you think would enjoy the content please like share subscribe send it to them uh so more people can uh you know get to hear aurora's thoughts she really appreciates people listening to her because she says that her mom and dad don't listen to her enough hey stop that we listen to you sorry guys it's she's ridiculous today but yeah i really appreciate it i appreciate you guys time listening to us i'll let you get back to your day and uh yeah you'll get uh, another episode uh coming up on friday so look forward to that all right thank you have a great one